Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Game Talk in Nerd Factory Reboot. Today we have a lot to talk about, so we're gonna basically talk about, unfortunately, still, Activision. Some things have been going around in Activision, talking about rumors regarding PlayStation, Game Awards, there's so much to talk about. So, as usual, get comfortable because... There's really a lot of things to talk about this time around, and I say that every week, but this week, it's actually heavy. And let's get into it, shall we? Alright, so, let's get into it. First things first, we've had some rumors and leaks uh, about the new Bioshock game. The new Bioshock game, we don't know if it'll be called Bioshock 4 or something like that. However, we do have a little bit of a um, leak that showed the logo, basically, and the name of the next Bioshock game. Apparently, Bioshock did pose a teaser or something that had a logo shrouded in mystery next to the other ones. And this logo fits that pretty well, but still, we don't know if it's actually real or not. The name of the Bioshock game, new Bioshock game, is going to be Isolation. And the logo looks far more futuristic than the normal Bioshock logos. As for what it will be about, we don't know. However, there's a rumor that it will take place during the 1960s, and it will be set in an honor an Antarctic, Antarctic city. This is really hard when you put an before Antarctic. So it will be set in an Antarctic city. So basically, well, you know, the polars, uh, north or south pole. I'm, I'm not sure which one it is, but in one of them, <laughs> in one of those cities. And this is basically the rumor. So um, we, we don't know anything else about it. We don't know whether it will be underwater in, you know, um, I don't know, like, you know, Colombia where it was like in the air. But another rumor, another one, aside from this one, did say that it was, you know, kind of post-apocalyptic kind of thing. So... Don't know exactly what they're going to do, but it seems that the team that is working on it are veterans from the Bioshock uh, franchise. So, let's be hopeful. I mean, Bioshock 2 was not made by Ken Levine. And did you guys ever notice that some of these franchises don't have their second game made by their original creator? Like, for example, and the third one always is much better <laughs> than all of them. Like, imagine that, like, you know, Bioshock was first made by Ken Levine, very good game. Second game was not made by him, but did have an amazing DLC that was better than the first one, I think. And then he came back for the third one, Infinite, and we were like, wow, that's pretty awesome. Then there's something like Devil May Cry, where the first game is made by the original creator. Second game, no, and it sucks. And third game, yeah, and amazing. Dark Souls, First one, yeah, Miyazaki. Two, no, not by Miyazaki. Third one, Miyazaki. Amazing. <laughs> Why does this happen? Like, give the second game to these guys. You know, I, you know, I think it's maybe on purpose. Like, there are many reasons. I actually know the reasons behind every one of them. Why they happened. But I think that, you know, maybe 
the common theme could be the you know lower expectations and see if they can do it without the original guy and then they see holy shit we cannot do it without the original guy and they're like okay okay you can you can come back come back we need you uh, but yeah that's for um bioshock and uh, the news that we had uh as for crazy stuff that have happened believe it or not take two has sued Hazelight Studios because of their game being called It Takes Two. What the hell? I don't understand why they're doing this. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. They're saying that It Takes Two is very similar to Take Two. Well, first of all, Take Two, you're a publisher, not a developer, and it's been years that you used your own publishing name. For the most of your games, you just use Private Division or the other ones to basically say that, hey, this game is ours. So how did this hurt you? I don't understand. And apparently in the lawsuit or basically the claim, they did not want any damages. They didn't come out and say that, hey, we want damages. You guys, you guys stole sales from us or I don't know. They don't want to even take it to court. Honestly... I gotta say, this is very frivolous and stupid lawsuit. And if if I were the judge, I would quash it right away. The reason being that, well, where were you when the game was released many months ago? If it did infringe upon you, given how big the game got that early on, actually, you probably should have known, right? You should have made your case much sooner and be like, yeah, this guys, these guys are, you know, you know, they're taking money away from me. First of all, they're indie. They're not indie. They're owned by EA, but rather, let's say, they're small budget studio. They don't have that much money to begin with, and if they really hurt you, take two, you should have done something much sooner. And the fact that you are not going after their money or sales or even changing of the name basically means that they're just protecting their so-called copyrighted name. Because it doesn't make sense to me. Like, take two. Who do you remember? Obviously, I remember the assholes who are ruining gaming. <laughs> Part of those guys, actually. So, yeah. I mean, it's just stupid. And the thing is that they actually went out and um, s tried to sue some other people because someone used R in their logo. Or someone used a star? Or someone was actually called Rockstar? What the hell is wrong with you, Take-Two? I mean, instead of making sure your remasters are up to par and up to standards, that's what you do? Just go around suing everyone? For stupid reasons? I mean, the thing is, it's so funny to me that I think that, you know, the amount of lawsuits that they have at the moment because of this, I'm pretty sure that one judge will basically quash them all and be like, yeah, find a new hobby. This is not the way. I mean, if it were only two or three, I think they would entertain the idea. But the fact that it is now way more than that, and it's just stupid, I'm sure that the judge is like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to listen to your argument. Just get out. I mean, it's that bad. And EA has not yet responded officially in official capacity to say you know what they think about it nor has Hazelight but I don't think anyone would like to you know um, basically 
take you to the court or something like that. As someone on Twitter did say, they think that this conflict means that Hazelight cannot protect the name. Not that they will be forced to change it. Basically it means that, you know, Hazelight cannot go out of the way to say that, hey, it takes two, the name belongs to us. So, it's just take two saying that, no, 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 that is mine. Take two, if there's anything in the sentence that has take two, it is all mine. Screw you. <laughs> and they will not be forced to change it. They could change it if they want to protect their name. But they will probably not and it's not worth it to them after all this months that it's been on sale. Also, Take-Two isn't saying that Hazelight is infringing, but it doesn't mean... And it doesn't... They don't want them to be able to protect the name and put it out of reach of Take-Two, which basically is their company's name. So, just like we thought, they don't want to sue, like, realistically. They're just trying to remind them that, hey, this is mine. Don't touch it. Don't do anything with it. Don't even protect that name. It's mine. It's a stupid one, honestly. Very stupid. I mean, I don't think that a small studio like Hazelight is trying to get the name Take Two away from Take Two. It's. It, it's uh, I don't even want to get into it. But yeah, it's just so stupid. So, so stupid. Oh boy. Continuing to talk about Activision. It seems that Activision is still headlines, unfortunately. As of this moment, uh, and you know, up until this moment, I have not um, protect. Uh, I have not um, basically uh, covered anything about their games um, because of the situation. But um, when it comes to their company, I think I can talk. So believe it or not. The advisory board for Game Awards includes one of the people from Activision. It includes the president of Activision in that list. And while Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, I don't care whether they did it because they had to or they thought it was a good publicity stunt, while they have basically denounced Activision and said that, yeah, what you're doing is wrong and things like that, Game Awards and Jeff Keighley have not done such a thing. Jeff Keighley has said that he's thinking about what to do with the situation, where easily he could have just said that, yeah, we won't work. However, many people are angry with him and saying that, well, if it was Kojima, you would have done something, like, you know, Kojima and Konami, if you remember back then what happened. So, honestly, I'm also surprised. I think that, you know, Jeff could have done something. He could have basically be like, yeah, sorry. Activision, I am not going to entertain you being on the advisory board and you're not going to have any presentation this year. It would have been very easy. But some people would say that, well, he's getting, he needs the money somehow to be able to uh, fund the Game Awards. I would say that, well, honestly, if he just came out and said that, yeah, I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to entertain that idea, a very stupid crow. Just, <laughs> just try to ruin. So, I think that you know he could he would have just simply said, "Crow, stop! What the hell? It's so loud." But I think that basically you know he could have simply said that. Yeah. Again, with this crow is just like you know he's waiting for me to talk and then he would yell. But <clears throat> I think that it would be very simple for him to just say that no, we're not going to entertain the idea and ask maybe other people. Other 
companies to help him out so that he can actually fund it or if maybe he has the money but he needs a like you know out of his own pocket and I think that it would have been far better if he simply just did that not only as a you know goodwill towards the gamers and himself but basically for the whole industry sending a strong message to Activision that you need to fix things fire everyone that you got there because they all suck so other than that and everything that happened there um, with Jeff Keighley and Game Awards which was a little bit weird um, someone on Twitter called Austin O'Brien who I honestly don't know exactly who they are I'm actually searching to see who they are but they seem to be connected to Activision okay so he's associate community manager um, at Raven Software so this is what he said he said that I am gutted right now my friends in QA at Raven were promised for months that Activision was working towards a pay restructure to increase their wages today one by one valuable members of the team were called into the meetings and told they were being let go these people were asked to relocate to Madison to work here now they are out of a job on January 28th our QA team does incredible work but this will not only increase their workload but crush morale if any industry fans have open positions please share them honestly I have I'm beyond words right now I don't know what to even say about Activision at this point I mean, what the hell what the hell I mean seriously it would have been so easy Activision to try and be just a tiny bit better when all of this crap is happening right now but for some reason you choose to you know basically be like no let me be as scummy as I can possibly be what the hell how difficult was it just just you know write the storm out for a few months at least this thing is really stupid you know basically have your people come to another place make them relocate have the difficulty of relocation and then be like yeah sorry it's not gonna work out get out what you guys made these guys re relocate you forced them to relocate you told them that you will have more wages and now you're saying that yeah no more money and you're screwed do whatever you want what the hell what the actual hell I don't understand. I don't understand any of this. I don't think that anyone can actually defend all of this crap that I just said right now. How can anyone defend this? It is stupid. Someone, do something. <laughs> like, literally, do something. I'm really surprised. What the hell? What the hell? It's just so, so stupid. And I hope they actually, you know... I just hope that they get to pay for every stupid thing that they're doing. I mean, I, I don't think that they should get away at all. I think that if it goes so far as to, you know, bring Activision down as a whole, which I actually think it is possible. People think that, no, they have more money than they need to. But I think that it is possible. If every company, if everyone decides to not work with Activision, then how the hell are they going to do anything? They can't. So... It's just a matter of basically, you know, 
action. You do something and they will basically know that we all mean business. So please to Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, I don't know if their games are on Steam, I don't think they are, so okay, not Steam. But to all of you, just just I don't know, boycott them, remove their games from your stores. I know they sell, but right now it's far more important than just sales. We just need to, you know, send a strong message to these guys. Oh boy. Now moving on, there was a leak about Capcom that showed that they did they uh, <laughs> this is actually really funny that they did the leaks on purpose to generate hype but not any kind of leak so according to this roadmap feedback that was leaked there were three beats or stages if you will the first one was announcement for single player it stated a fake leak will antagonize core fanbase right from the start and marketing teams will play catch up afterwards. What? You want to antagonize us? And I think I know which leak they're talking about. If you remember back then when Resident Evil 3 Remake was supposed to be announced, it was said that it was going to be um, part of a package with Resident Evil 2 because of how short it was and they decided not to do that and they thought that we will continue it to make it a bigger game and stuff like that let it be known that after a year the game was not bigger in any sense of way because now i'm thinking like how short was it that you needed a year to make it more i think this is the fake leak they're talking about that it was supposed to be part of resident evil 2 remake i mean it, it wasn't actually out of realm of possibility, but it did make us angry, like, you know, how short was this game? Or why, basically? So I don't know if this was that leak they're talking about, but continues. We'd like to lead with single-player content only at announcement and hint at additional content, securing positive core audience sentiment right from the start. Yeah, back then, honestly... I don't think you had positive core audience sentiment, no. E3 announcement only works if part one, part of one, part of, sorry, part of first party conference, if not possible, announced prior to E3 via our own channels, PV1 direct feed, then show playable at E3, okay? Base SKU physical pre-orders go live at announcement so this was basically the first part how they wanted to do it the second beat for single player second single player beat we'd like to be at or around gamescom for media only pv2 direct feed different build with additional content pa content past what was shown at e3 third beat multiplayer we'd like to hold a press hands-on of multiplayer following gamescom this coverage will be embargoed until October or September for the reveal of the multiplayer. To complement the press coverage, this is also when we'd like to... Basically, who wrote this? This is also when we'd like to the... Maybe they meant to say to do? Makes more sense. To do our first beta, yeah. This is basically do, but they wrote the. 
<laughs> to do our first beta with accompanying assets hits as well. And the last point being digital pre-orders full SKU reveal can be conducted here as premium SKU contents will be focused on multiplayer summary. So we already know that in the realm of um, gaming, there are many times that they do um, basically uh, leaks on purpose. Ubisoft is a prime example that has done this many times, Microsoft sometimes. But when it comes to Capcom, why would you antagonize people? And this seems that basically they knew the kind of mess they would be in, but they were like, yeah, we are so smart. We're going to do it in a way that no one's going to be angry. But I remember that, you know, when the multiplayer was announced, people were like, yeah, no, we're not that excited about it. I'm st I still not that excited to play it. I mean, was it a bad game? No, the idea was actually pretty cool. But did it work? No, not really. It was weird like if you were a monster you were not that scary at all like and you know the cards and things that you could get like overall it was lacking in everything but uh, i don't know like you know they it's just stupid to antagonize the fan base why would you do that make something that will make us happy right that's far better than trying to say that yeah i'm gonna antagonize you I'm going to make you so angry just because. <laughs> Speaking of Resident Evil, the movie Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City was released. Um, it did not get good reviews, unfortunately. Well, here's the base of things. I don't want to be like, you know, so uh, cruel to this game, to this movie, sorry. People are saying that this, this is basically, you know, I read many reviews of people, whether it be critics, gamers, YouTubers. The common consensus is that this is way better than Paul W.S. Anderson version. Basically, it's far more connected to the video games. It's far more faithful to the video games. It makes far more sense. It's better in many ways. However, there's also many problems. While... There are many cool things that many fans will be like, wow, I understand where this comes from. Wow, this is really cool. But there are many things also that are missing. The movie feels rushed. The story doesn't really pay off that well. There are many omissions from the original games. The characters have been changed a little bit. Some of them drastically, including Leon, who apparently is very stupid in the movie. But there are also, like I said, some good points about it. Like, they're saying that this feels very much like a B-movie, just like the original game used to feel like. But while people are enjoying it, they're also saying that, well, it needed a lot more work and a lot more time to basically get it right. And honestly, I agree. I mean, when they said that this is only 90 minutes and it's only Resident Evil 1 and 2, I was really worried because I was like, what? <laughs> Like, I'm not saying the Resident Evil want to have a huge story. No, they don't. Like, you can fast run all of them in two hours or so. There's actually a trophy for them. But I really wanted to basically see that, you know, they spend enough time on Resident Evil 2, for example, given the story and how different perspectives were. And apparently, 
there aren't the you, you don't see the iconic monsters like leakers okay fine they should be in the movie but someone like mr x someone like tyrant they should be there and as far as i know and i've been told they're not or at least there's a version of them that does not look anything like the original I mean, it would have been really cool to see Mr. X roam the halls, and you know, that would have been a great scary movie. Also, speaking of scary, the movie's not scary. <laughs> so, sorry. And, you know, it's, it's kind of weird. So, if you are interested in watching it, definitely give it a watch, see what it's all about. But, I, I don't know. I mean... I'm not sure, like, you know, it's something that I want to watch given the how people are reacting to it. Maybe I'll give it a chance when it comes out on Blu-ray. Maybe. Also, apparently four hours ago, Jeff Keighley said, Beyond its nominations, I can confirm that Activision Blizzard will not be a part of this year's Game Awards. The Game Awards is a time of celebration for the industry, the biggest form of entertainment in the world. There is no place for abuse, harassment, or predatory practices in any company or any community. I also realize we have a big platform which can accelerate and inspire change. We are committed to that. But we all need to work together to build a better and a more inclusive environment so everyone feels safe to build the world's best games. All of us are accountable to the standard, incredible games, and the talented developers who build them are who want, we want to celebrate. See you on Thursday. Wow. Amazing, Jeff. Amazing. I was being critical because I didn't read this. This was actually four hours ago, so um, I didn't know. Um, but great job, Mr. Keeley. Respect. Respect. I didn't, I didn't think you would do that, but seeing that you have, awesome. You are... Your inspiration. Thank you. All right. <clears throat> so, yeah, as he also said, um, one week till Game Awards. Speaking of Game Awards, Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss will appear in the Game Awards. And we cannot wait but to see another breathtaking moment. However, the reason that they are probably appearing there is because there was a new leak on the back end of PSN database that showed Matrix Awakened a basically Unreal Engine 5 experience and was exclusive to PlayStation apparently because it wasn't found in other databases. So we don't know what that is, that it's like, you know, Unreal Engine 5 experience, but it's said with, you know, Matrix Awakened. So it, it isn't a game, I don't think it's a game because of the picture it did say experience, it didn't say like game of Matrix, but I'm very excited to see what it is and apparently they will be there to announce it. I mean, it makes most sense. I mean, why else would they be there? I mean, it's Matrix after all. But it is very exciting to see these guys once again on stage. So, December 9th, we're going to see what happens. <laughs> Pretty cool. All right. Also, there's been a rumor. And this rumor is very simple. Saying that PlayStation is planning its own subscription service. Codenamed Spartacus. Apparently, this will be a free tier, tier, <laughs> free tier service. Uh, this will be a free tier service with one of them allowing access to a library of classic PS1, PS2, and PS3, and even PSP games. The details are very simple. It will be available on PS4 and PS5. It will launch this spring. It will merge PS Plus and PS Now. 
Tier 1 will be PS Plus benefits, which basically means online play and free games. Tier 2, access to PS4 and select PS5 games. Pretty awesome. Tier 3, access to classic library, which basically as we said, PS1 to PS3 and PSP. Kind of weird PS Vita isn't there. And Sony apparently is investing more heavily into cloud gaming. This is something that was said and it will, it, this was corroborated by Jason Schreier saying that this new service expected in the spring will likely retain the PlayStation Plus branding. Don't expect Sony to include its big new games day one like Game Pass does, but the expectation is a stronger offering than PlayStation Now. Honestly, I'm on board with this, but I'm very concerned about the pricing. How much would it be? And how would this access to libraries work? And what would these select games be like? And we need more information, honestly. But um, I think that everyone is very excited because this is a very different service than what Game Pass is offering. And <clears throat> while Game Pass offers you to basically get their games downloaded to your console or stream it and get access to games day one, Sony is more like, okay, I'm giving you PlayStation Plus, which is something that Game Pass doesn't. Game Pass is basically, if you want to play, you have to get um, gold or get the ultimate um, Game Pass. So Sony is like, okay, you already have PS Plus, so you're already tier one. If you want to get access to some special games that we can give you monthly, aside from those that you already get with PlayStation Plus, get this. You can be tier two. At least that's what I think that is. I don't think that it's like, you know, saying that, yeah, if you already have PS Plus, then you're tier 2. I don't think that is because they said PS Plus benefits. So tier 2 is probably extra to what you already might have on PS Plus. And then they say, hey, you want to play the old games? Do you like retro? <laughs> you can do this. And honestly, it gets me excited because there are many games from the old days that it would love to play once more and not pay for terrible remasters that ruined the game so I don't know I mean and also this is like a you know, double-edged kind of thing like if you think about it if they say that okay we're gonna make it so that you can put in your PS3 disc and it works you don't need to have the tier subscription because we can do it natively now or something or emulator or whatever I'd be very happy. I think many people would be happy. But something tells me that, you know, at least for PS3 games, they're going to be like, nah, that's cloud only, suckers. <laughs> you can't do it. So that's what makes more sense to me because I think that, you know, they don't want to, you know, lose their base like that, you know, their tier service. Because it, it makes most sense, right? Like, they're going to be like that, you know, we are going to, have you get this service and they know that many people who have ps4 probably had a ps3 and they probably still have their games and if they can actually enable it then they're screwed no one's gonna pay for that service but still i'm i'm optimistic i just want to see how they do it and um what's the plan exactly but there, were, there was also another leaker who said that they expected it to be launched by now. And um, they're surprised that it hasn't launched.
but honestly, I don't know. At the same time, some people are really excited for this, saying that if this works out, maybe they will add a video pass that they, they have added, basically, but added internationally and include Crunchyroll and Funimation. Honestly, if they do, I'd be very happy. I would definitely love to use Crunchyroll. I mean, I already have Hulu and it basically shows every show I want to watch, but yeah, honestly, Crunchyroll would be better. Like. It's far easier than Hulu on TV. Hulu on TV is basically the normal Android app and you, you need to use a mouse. Otherwise you're screwed to try and, you know, navigate that stupid menu that is never TV friendly. Who designed that crap? Alright, continuing on. The Steam page for Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection is live. Unfortunately, there is no release date or required specs yet. And it has also recently been rated by ESRB, so probably an announcement can come. And also we've had some of the, you know, database um, people say that we will very soon know the size of the game for PS5. So that's pretty awesome. Next to that, Aloy from Horizon Forbidden West or Horizon... What was the first one? Dawn something? <laughs> Zero Dawn, Horizon Zero Dawn, will come to Fall Guys very soon. Aloy will be there in uh, next week. So right now, if you... And it is so cool that Fall Guys is having such a huge collaboration with PlayStation. But right now, if you have Fall Guys, you you can play Fall Guys Fiesta to try and do the challenges, which are actually not that difficult. But you can do the challenges to get the Sackboy costume, which is really cool. Next to that, if you are in the fame path, if you try to play all of it, you will be able to get Gene, Sakai, and uh, the Ghost costume for Fall Guys. It will take a little time. It's not that easy. And Aloy will be part of those challenges, basically, to do those challenges, and then you can get Aloy. So, it's actually really cool. I mean, this is... I don't know what, how many collabs she had, but it's been so many. I mean, so far she's been in Fall Guys, Fortnite, which she has been, um, Genshin Impact, and Monster Hunter. I remember her being on Monster Hunter when I played it once more. Uh, Monster Hunter World, World Iceborne. And also in the base game, yeah. People say he, she was also in the base game because I never had Iceborne. So, pretty cool. I mean, if you're a fan of any of them, um, basically, be excited because you can now get her skin in your game. Yay! <laughs> PlayStation Plus games for December were announced and came with it a huge controversy as usual. Oh boy, do people never enjoy everything that they get? So, the games that were announced were LEGO DC Supervillains, Mortal Shell, and Godfall. However, this was where the controversy comes. People are like, Mortal Shell, why not on PS5 and only PS4? They were like, we want our games. Okay, calm down, calm down. Then they were like, Godfall, only Challengers Edition. <laughs> they, they get angry for anything. I actually seen one of my friends get really angry about it. I was like, why are you angry? If you don't enjoy it, don't play it. No one's forcing you. And they're like, yeah, until this company 
does this to you and you protect them, it will be the same. I was like, what will be the same? I wanted these games. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny to me because I actually wanted these games. I'm like, okay, but I wanted them. Like, seriously, I understand why Ghost Runner PS5 wasn't on PlayStation. Now, I know that you know, they didn't have the servers or something, and there was only PS4. But the game was so good that I am now tempted to get the PS5 version. I will get the PS5 version once it gets a little bit of it, you know. So, I mean, if it's 20 bucks, I'll get it. I actually could buy the game back when I was in Dubai. There was a PS5 version, it looked really cool. But because it was region 2, I couldn't work with my save, and I didn't want that. I wanted to continue my save. Um, anyways, so they're like, yeah, what the hell? Uh, PS5 version. Look, Mortal Shell has no discernible difference with the Enhanced Edition. It's technically the same, it's a bit you know, chunkier in terms of size. Damn if I'm wrong. And probably, you know, you're gonna say that, yeah, 4K, ray tracing. I'm just gonna enjoy the game, alright? If the game does well on PS5, if it gives me 60 frames, I'm cool with that. I don't give a crap about definitely 4K or ray tracing. I just want to enjoy the game. If the game is really that good, I'm gonna continue it on PS5. I'm gonna buy that version and support the developer. Why is it a bad thing? And they say that no, this Sony is being a cheapskate. Okay, you you get Game Pass. You play it on Game Pass. Good for you. I'm playing it here. I don't care. I mean, enhancement would have been a bonus. And then he was like, "Yeah, you cannot upgrade." And I said, "No, dummy, because." I know that because if you buy the PS4 version, you get the PS5 version as well. But since we don't, I by upgrade, I basically mean that I will pay the 30 bucks to play the game. How difficult is that to understand? Next to that comes Godfall, Challenger Edition, which caused most of this controversy. The reason being <coughs> that they said... Uh, the Challenger Edition is basically the end game content. Once you launch the game, you will be max level with some great loot and you will continue the end game. People were like, what? This is a trial or something? I want to play the campaign. Are you guys crazy? I mean, this is weird. Why would anyone want to play the campaign of Godfall? As far as I'm aware, from the day the reviews came out till now, no one likes the campaign or the expansions campaign. They just like the end game, being like, yeah, this is more fun with your friends. No one enjoys the goddamn campaign. And they're saying the end game is basically all of the game. So if you take out the campaign, you're not missing much. Sense of progression? Honestly, can actually refuse the level up kind of thing. I think you can. I'm not sure. But think of it like World of Warcraft. I actually joined Legion halfway through the expansion and it gave me the tools to have my character level up to the max and my friend told me don't do it don't use it you can grind you can get there it's far better than you know getting that use it for another character once you have the hang of everything he was right I actually had two characters in World of Warcraft Legion so what's wrong there's nothing wrong everyone's enjoying this damn thing I mean it's when people get angry, they're like, it makes no sense. The way they're angry, it feels like to me that, you know, they're like, yeah, this 
This was the best part of Godfall. This was Game of the Year campaign. Now I have no longer access to it. Who said that? Whoever said that this campaign was good? Everyone hated it. Nobody liked it. Get out of here. So, don't do that. Also, a spokesperson from God, God, Godfall developer, Counterplay, stated this about the Chandra edition. He said that this is not a trial, but a new cut price limited feature edition. Uh, uh, I mean, he's actually making it worse. And apparently it will cost like 15 bucks in the future. And then you can upgrade to full game for 45 bucks, basically making it 60 bucks. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, 15 bucks you get, you know, play the end game. And apparently, all right, let me tell you, the way they are framing it as well feels like a trial to some degree. But if you like the game, you probably spend money on it. I don't know. Kind of feels like a trial in some ways. I'm not gonna back away from what I said, but still, stupid. If nobody likes the campaign, why should I pay 45 bucks to play something I will not like? I will continue playing this. Unless it limits me, in which case, screw you. It probably doesn't. So, to celebrate the 20th anniversary, Naughty Dog has released an old teaser trailer for Jack and Daxter, the precursor legacy from 2001. If you want to watch it, go to YouTube and watch it, it's pretty cool. If you were a fan of Jack and Daxter, like me, you probably will love this trailer with every fiber of your being. Also, Valve has re revealed the final packaging for Steam Deck. And it looks really nice. It looks minimal, it looks recycling, recycle-friendly kind of thing, environmental-friendly kind of shit. So, good for them, good for them. Nice. <laughs> Alright. Continuing on from that. Oh yeah, this was a cool news I forgot. Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe Edition is content complete and is launching early 2022 on consoles and home computers. Steam, uh, sorry, Stanley Parable was a very fun game, very crazy game, where basically the narrator knew everything you were doing and criticized you live it was a very fun game so um this ultra deluxe edition apparently is the definitive edition of the game basically anything and everything that you will need from the game will be here and will probably have some extra content as well so yay also Moss Book 2 releases in Spring 2022. Moss, if you remember, was a PlayStation VR game, basically a VR game that was also on PlayStation VR about a, a mouse and was pretty funny, pretty cool. I never played it, I just watched the playthroughs because I didn't have a PlayStation VR, but saying that it's Spring 2022 could be a little bit of a hint that maybe PlayStation VR 2 is launching then as well, or maybe a bit sooner. We don't know, but we are hoping. EA is also planning a connected battlefield universe, multiple experiences with shared characters and narratives, they all appear to be in development. But before that EA, why not fix Battlefield 2042 which seems to be a terrible game and people are hating it because of how awful it looks and plays. Not to mention the various bugs and glitches, huh? Maybe think about that? No? Okay. Next to that. 
there was a big shakeup at DICE GM. Oscar Gabrielsen leaves the company. Vince Zampella, the head of Respawn Entertainment, is taking over a bigger role as new boss of the Battlefield franchise. Also, Battlefield 2042's ongoing issues will be tackled by EA Ripple Effect and the new studio by Expungy Vet Marcus Leto. So, you know, EA, fix your damn game. I mean, at this point, it just seems like you know, EA and Activision have no clue what to do with their franchise, and they're just like, okay, what is Fortnite doing? Oh shit, multi multiverse. Hell yeah, hell yeah. We're gonna go. We're, we're gonna go for that. Oh shit, Battle Royale. Hell, I'm in. Oh crap, they're doing some other shit. Let let us copy that. Dude, just make a good game. How difficult is that? Jesus Christ. Sheesh. Hack GU Last Recode is added to the Switch on March 10, 2022. The cool thing is, if you're a fan of this game and you know that the English version usually comes later, it won't. Thanks to the English version of the trailer, the it will be the same date for the West as well. So... Rejoice if you wanna. Titanfall, the first Titanfall, is also getting removed from source. Big whoop. I mean, Titanfall 2 was way better. I still can't actually play it. Can you believe it? <laughs> it's that cool. I'm that good at it. So, um, also for Game Pass, if you're interested, this is what's coming to Game Pass in the coming month, December. December 2nd, we'll see the release of Anvil, Archvale, Final Fantasy XIII Part Two, Lawn Mowing Simulator, Rubber Bandits, Stardew Valley, beautiful game, play it, Warhammer 40,000. December the 7th, Space Warlord Oregon Trading Simulator? What the hell? December 8th, John Halo. Where did they get these names? December 8th is actually... Does it actually say John Halo? I think this was a joke or something by Nibel? I hope it was because it just says Halo. We probably made a joke. December 9th we'll see um, the release of One Piece Pirate Warriors 4. December 14th um, Among Us and Aliens FE. Oh shit. Fi oh, 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 oh. Fireteam Elite. Don't play that. <laughs> Don't play that. Also, Game Pass Ultimate subscribers get access to monthly Halo Infinite multiplayer bonuses. First bundle coming on December 8th. Past Pass Tense is the name of it. Not past tense, but, but pass tense. MA40AR bundle, four two XP boosts, four challenge swaps, and past tense assault rifle. As we said. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um also, I forgot to mention this. If you have registered previously for Dragon Ball The Breakers, um, the codes for closed beta will be arriving very soon to you. Probably they, they already have arrived, so check your emails, check your spam as well. Um, it seems that the closed beta is closed beta network test. For me, it was on Steam, but for some people, they screenshots showed PlayStation. And I remember that it was only on Steam. Maybe they used the controllers. But yeah, it is available to play. Um, 
So today I think is the only day I get to play it. So in about actually 90 minutes from my time right now. But I think by the time that the episode goes live, it either has finished or it's, you know, near ending. So yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> it's not a good time to release it. So yeah, if you have played it, um, this is a better thing to say. If you have played it, give me your thoughts on it. What did you think? Did you think it was good um, <clears throat> or not? How was it? Did you enjoy it? And um, apparently people um, are not enjoying it. And it's weird. But I'm going to play it before I can say anything. And um, can basically, you know, make good assumptions. Also, Multiverses is sending emails to people, to people who have registered before, asking them to give their friends emails um, to add them to the friend list so that their chances of playing together would increase. So, if you have registered and you have received that email, help a friend out. Go and, you know, basically, um, you know, use it to increase your chances so you can play the playtest. However, be warned that the um, playtest will be under NDA. So be very careful. Don't post anything that you don't want to. It, it's not nice. Don't do it. <laughs> Our, uh, also, uh, apparently they are um, adding a lot more patches and things to try and fix the GTA Trilogy Definitive Edition. Um, I think we said this before, but yeah, some teams from Rockstar are still working on it. And apparently they added something called Ground Haze option that adds some fog to the lower, lower areas of the map if you're high up in a building. So this is great. Now I understand why. Because if they add this haze, then you cannot see um, most of the map, right? Because one of the common things for San Andreas, one of the common criticisms, was that basically if you get high enough, you can see all of the map and it destroys that, you know, mystery and, you know, big feel of the um, map. I mean, honestly, when I saw the video, I was like, holy shit, that looks awful. I mean, draw distance is nice, but be realistic. You cannot possibly see that beyond. And it had no haze whatsoever, and it looks really, really bad. But still, they have added this option. Hopefully, they'll make it even better, because people are sharing screenshots, and again, it seems a bit half-assed. And it's funny to me that modders are doing a way better job than this. I mean, how is it possible, Rockstar? How? Just tell me. But, <clears throat> like, honestly... Um, everyone's excited, we know that everyone's excited to see this game fixed so that they can play it as well as they can. Also, just a reminder, I just remembered, this month for PS Now, um, GTA Free Definitive Edition will launch. So, be very excited, it is, it is gonna launch, yeah, very nice, very nice. If you have PS Now, you can play it. And tell us how bad it was. <laughs> so, next gen update uh, for Cyberpunk 2077. As uh, we said, it's coming Q3 
2022, so the first quarter. And the next gen update for Witcher 3 will come qu second quarter of 2022. Um, that also that you know obviously they're both free. If you have Witcher 3 or Cyberpunk 2077, your upgrade will be free. Duh. And also CDPR reports that the teams are being expanded and uh, a major update is coming as well. The expansion is still in development and they have started early exploratory work on new projects as well. <clears throat> so pretty cool, pretty cool. Dun, 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 dun. Let's see, yeah, also Famitsu actually celebrated uh, Eco's 20th anniversary with a special cover. It was really cool and it will feature a 40 page feature on the game which includes congratulatory messages from other creators and special conversation with Fomito Uida, the original creator of not only Eco but Shadow of Colossus and The Last Guardian which are all connected if you didn't know. Pretty awesome. There's also an evidence of a future Chrono Cross collaboration event that has been found in the files of a mobile game, Another Eden. There's also some rumors that apparently Chrono Cross is receiving a remake, and this could be um, the remake that PlayStation is working on. We don't know yet. There's also the first teaser trailer for Enigma Archives Raincoat. It's described as dark fantasy mystery game. It's been co-developed with Tukio Games, creative team behind Danganronpa. Danganronpa. Did I say that correctly? I never played the game. Gotta play. Um, also, I did say this for... Yeah, I did say that uh, 13 Sentinels was coming to Nintendo Switch. I did say that. Did I? Yeah, I did. <laughs> wow. There's not much news anymore. So... Yeah, that's pretty much... Oh, actually, no, 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 there's another one. I almost forgot. Almost, because apparently it's not in my bookmarks anymore for some reason. But the voice actor for... Um, maybe I did say it. No, no, I, I did say it in the last episode. I think I did, yeah. Just so I... Mm, don't know, so I'm just gonna say it very quickly. The voice actor for um, now I forget the character's name. <laughs> Wesker, Wesker from Resident Evil 4, did break embargo. He said that the fourth remake is on the way. He showed a picture of it, and it was said that he's a very disgusting person and he had sexually assaulted many people. I think I did say this last time, so that's why I'm basically doing it really fast. Alright, continuing on, is there anything else that needs to be said? I'm not gonna say this, I mean... Wow. There's just this thing, I'm, not just, I'm just gonna say what I see. I'm not gonna go deep into it because I don't know. But apparently people are unhappy with the battle pass that Halo has, which is based on experience points. Which is not based on experience points and just doing challenges. And part of why people are really angry is that basically, if you get the default armor coding, it looks like, you know, default version with just, you know, red things on it and, you know, coding. But if you go to level 99 battle pass, the armor coding, which is not free by the way, you'll get the same looking one, but just with, instead of red, it's blue. Like, there are two dots that are red, now these two dots are blue. Also, 
there's also another already unlocked armor coating, which is basically blue with red dots. And the level 14 battle pass is technically the same, with the braces being no color. What the hell? So apparently this is why people are angry, they're saying that this is a scam, and it doesn't make sense. Who does that? They should basically, you know, make it better, like, you know, do something that you know, we want to pay for. So, I don't know. I don't play Halo yet, at least. So, don't really know. Not sure. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. So, anyways. Um, Alright. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So, December 6th was also for Aloy. Yeah, we already said that. Um, ding, 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 ding. Also, yeah, PlayStation turned 27. Yay. That's pretty... <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Someone posted something really funny. Alright. Um, that's pretty much it, guys. Thank you for joining. This was a very long episode. I'm so sorry that it took this long. But, you know, there was a lot to talk about. And um, I hope that this was of use to you. If you do enjoy these episodes, I would really appreciate it if you could leave a review on the website that you're listening to. I I don't need, I don't need it to be like you know full mark or anything. I just want you to be honest. Tell me what you really think about the podcast. Um, also, um, share if you like the episodes. Why not share it around? And I would really appreciate it if you guys give me your opinion on the episodes and how they are and how I'm doing. So, thank you anyways, guys. Um, As usual, be very careful. Enjoy. And um, be careful out there. Especially with the new, unfortunately, Omicron variant. So, thank you guys for joining and I'll see you guys next time.